Turning points change the course of our lives. Whether it's a big decision, overcoming an obstacle or tragedy, or taking a leap of faith, these stories of inspiration and resilience are what Turning Point is all about. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Turning Point. I'm your host, Priya Sam, and this week I have the pleasure of speaking with Irfan Nure. He is a passionate and innovative inventor. He's only 19 years old, and his turning point came when the first invention he made received approval from a group of universities. Just one year later, he developed his second invention, and that one was recognized with a bronze medal from the United Nations. Irfan, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Peria. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be here and talk about uh, this story. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. And I have to congratulate you, first of all, uh, on this big award that you received from the United Nations. Such a great achievement. So tell me about your invention. Thank you so much. So uh, that was my uh, that was actually my second invention. And I came up with that in 2018. And it was quite a life changing experience for me, like from getting into science and then uh, coming up with this idea to remove noises from optical signals. And then uh, it caught the attention of many investors, many, uh, a group of universities. And also I shared the idea with, uh, with top organizations like United Nations. So the idea behind it is to remove the noise from optical signals and then to to get the quality back for the signal. Suppose you have a picture or you have a text and you want to send it to a friend. So if we, if we want to send a picture with like via light uh, and, and optical signals, we have to remove the noises. And, and this invention can remove that those noise with lower, uh, with lower cost and with higher quality and with higher resolution. And then, uh, manufacturers can can you know uh, generate and produce these uh, this device with lower cost and with the best method in the market? Thank you for kind of giving us some context because I know this is a very complex concept. So, how would you, um, for you know, somebody listening who might wonder, how would I experience this in the real world? How would a manufacturer use this? Yeah. Uh, so, in industrial level, so. How, how we find, so I can give you a look brief about how we found the problem and then, uh, and then uh, how we can use it. So actually we, we, like the problem was about the industry. So in industrial level, the problem is we actually, uh, like the problem is that we have to remove the noise from optical signals to, you know, to filter out uh, those noises from a picture, from a voice. So this can be used in airspace. This can be used in many industries that we are using high frequency, uh, light, high frequency light waves. And it totally depends on, uh, on, on which industry it's going to be used. It seems like it's something that can be used by a lot of different industries. Um, I'm really interested to hear about how you found out you won. I mean, it's such a big honor from the United Nations. So tell me about that moment. Yeah, uh, it, so it was, uh, I was shocked and, and, uh, you know, I, I, I usually dreamed to get this award. And so when I just, because it was a, you know, tough race. So it has some, you know, preliminary, um, results. Like, for example, so when it, we entered, we, we had to have patents, we had to have previous awards. So 
So even the entrance was, was truly hard and we, and we, we should have some kind of, uh, you know, um, some kind of inventions like in, in our resume. So, um, so after that, it took like about months to present it to the jury, like from 35 judges, uh, around the 30 countries and about, I think, uh, 650 inventions around 35 countries. And, and then, and then uh, after, months uh we uh you know uh, got bronze medal from uh, after like united nations organizations ifia they uh, sent an email and uh i, I was really shocked <laughs> to see that it was mm, it was a great moment yeah so after also there were different rounds and then it was the email then you found out you won yeah they they like they they announced like the jury announced that like uh sustainability it depends on different kinds of you know criteria and aspects like sustainability green technology and they uh, and they you know uh, announced how the jury is you know um is checking the inventions by these criteria yeah after each round so they you know sent us email and then let us know which round we are okay you're 19 years old. I know I mentioned this in, in the introduction to come up with two inventions that have received so much recognition um, at such a young age is pretty incredible. Yeah. So let's go back to your childhood for a minute before we get to your turning point. Um, how did you become interested in physics in the first place? Yeah, actually, it was, you know, I, I had um, I had a very bizarre childhood <laughs> and, you know, um, it was a really interesting childhood for sure. So how, uh, you know, I, I take garbages and, you know, stuff at home around me and then like my hot glue gun and then glue so those house item, random household items together to make inventions. And, and that was, you know, my, you know, my first turning point. And that was how I started. And, you know, the, I, of course they never worked like those inventions that like starting when I was eight years old, I made them. Of course, they never worked, but you know, um, the idea of taking the resources around me and pissing them together to make something better, you know, came naturally, very naturally. And, 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 you know, uh, that was the first turning point to how to get into science because, you know, uh, I, I was very much reading at very young age. You know, learning, watching documentaries, scientific books. You know, I I, I loved uh, I loved science, and you know, um, at at that age, um, even even I I got into many uh, scientific fair, like you know, science competitions, as my parents pushed me and tell, told me that you are so interested in science because science had. I, I had a lot of questions about nature, about, about how things work. I even had a, I remember I had a book. It, it, it was, it, its name was how things work. I, I love that. And I read about it. You know, I, 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 I also have it now and I kept that in my, you know, uh, in my archive. And so that was the idea for, for taking the resources and to, to affect people's lives. The whole idea uh, for tinkering and and the, to affect people's life with hands-on experiences, not just reading books, just to go to hands-on experiences. And uh, that was uh, my first turning point. 
So as you started, this is so neat, like you started kind of piecing together whatever you had around you. Yeah. So when did you first start, you know, using circuits or, or actually starting to have the materials you needed to make something? My parents, um, like asked me to, uh, to, to, you know, to, to, to participate in science fair competitions in school, in my local, you know, local science fair competitions. That was really, uh, really exciting for me. Oh my God. I have, you know, I had to make many posters. Even we had art because art was, was an important focal point there because we had to have the combination of art and science into, into making, uh, making a great science fair uh, participation. And then people came to me, young people came to me and asked me, how, uh, how, how did you come up with this or this kind of thing? So that was how my parents pushed me to attend these competitions. And then my, uh, my interest grew more. And then. That's so, yeah, that's really neat. It sounds like they really kind of fostered that interest, uh, in you from a very young age. Um, you know, we talked about your second invention um, because it's the most recent. You just received an award for it. But it's really your first invention that became your biggest turning point. So tell us about that invention and that moment for you. I came up with my first invention. I created that. And that was a photon detector system. It had the capability to, you know, to detect uh, the photoelectron particles. Because I usually read about it in, in physics book. And, and I... It, it was really interesting to, to how, how we can, how we can really detect this, this kind of radiation in, 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 in physics. So I, I, you know, I followed that. I, 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 uh, first I filed my, I filed my idea in, in a patent office. So, I, and then I consulted with professors. I, I got to universities, uh, uh, to analyze the problem better and better. And then I, I, I met, made the device, prototyped it. And, you know, sent it for science competitions and, you know, uh, attended these, uh, you know, competitions and be, I, I, I got more active in, in, in it for my first invention. Actually, it, that time was really important for me because, um, that was, you know, how I, 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 how the inventing things become tangible to me and I, how I touched the world, this, this kind, this world more professionally. You have mentioned your parents um, a few times here. How have they contributed to where you are today? Yeah, exactly. So um, they, they just, you know, pushed me like, but I, because when you, when you're not failing enough in innovation, you're not innovating enough because this is a quote from Elon Musk. So we, you, we have to, exactly, we, we have to, you know, um, failure is part, is a component here it, it is a big uh big factor in the game in 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 this kind of uh business so we have to uh so we have to fail to find out what which component is missed so we have to fail to find out what part we should add to find out what part we should you know cut or uh, finding is very important so many you know many young people may not know that Failing is important. They may give up in, in that. So uh, I was also like that. So my parents told me and they pushed me in, in those times that failure is a component here. You, you have to have this component to continue to innovate, to advocate for, to, for, for what you want. And, and that was, 
that was also one of my biggest turning points that I learned that why failure is important in innovation. I really like this idea of framing failure as an opportunity to learn and to make things better. Um, and I think that's so great that your parents instilled that in you um, at such a young age, because I think you're right. I think a lot of times um, it's easy to get discouraged, right? When something doesn't work the way you want it to. Um, and I really appreciate your message to, to young people. You, you are still very young, but you were very young when this first invention came out. So how, and you would have been talking to people who were older than you. How did they react when they saw what you had created? Yeah. Uh, so they, they, you know, they were really, um, uh, they were super excited about it and, and they asked me, uh, how it works. And I, I usually like, um, have some kind of explanation for it, like to, to tell them how it works. And, you know, it's interesting, like, uh, this is something new and, uh, like it, 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 you know, because it has patent, it doesn't, it's, it was not existed before. So, you know, the world of invention just means, uh, that we don't have this kind of, you know, device before. So we are working on this or to make it better for humanity, for, to affect people's lives. And, you know, um, and all of it is to solve world entrenched problems. It can be even a simple problem or even a, a really entrenched problem, but, uh, it's just all, all of it means to, to solve the problem. And, you know, and sustainability is very important factor in innovation because if uh, it should be sustainable for our cities, for our communities to, uh, you know, uh, to, to have, to have that support for, for young people. Yeah. I, I think it's really great that sustainability is such a big part of your mission as well. Um, tell me about how that fits into the two inventions that we talked about today. How is sustainability part of what you created? Yeah, exactly. So we used, uh, we used, uh, sustainable nanofiber, uh, in, 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 in our fiber technology. And then, uh, we made the sensor, the, the, the act, the exact sensor from a sustainable materials. So we, we made sure that everything, uh, everything is contributing to that green purpose we have for our planet. And, and then, uh, and we are now we are, uh, you know, negotiating with many partners like government of Canada for, um, for, you know, because one of its factors, maybe it's interesting. It, it can be used in rockets because of the high frequency, uh, the, the high frequency waves we have in rockets. One of its functions is to be used in rockets. And, uh, the other one is in, in industries like manufacturers and other industries that we have high frequency, free, high frequency level. And uh, yeah, it's, really uh interesting for myself to continue to work on it for for you know like to make a divisional invention like an invention from an invention <laughs> like two inventions from an invention it, 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 we call it in divisional invention this is so fascinating, I think, because it's a world that most people don't know much about, right? This world of inventing things. You mentioned patents. I was going to ask you, so, you know, after you get an award like this, then what's the next step to, to seeing it used? And so it's, you answered a little bit there. So do you, do you have to get a patent? Is that the next step? Uh, exactly. So it depends on, on, on their, like, uh, if, if there are a lot of inventors to, you know, to have an, to have an idea or to work on it. Uh, the first 
part is to you know file their invention this is very important because of you know the obviousness uh, some some you know protocols that they have to adhere to so for the next levels so if you want to participate in into competitions or into like any competitions you want or into commercializing it so yeah you you have to uh patent the invention because uh, otherwise, it, it can have some disputes with other inventors. So you, you, you are actually saying that you, you, you have priority with your idea and nobody else that, that, uh, nobody else, uh, has that criteria. So this is kind of, uh, showing that you are the first person who came up with this idea. Uh, you know, we, you mentioned your parents being big supports. Do you have any professors or teachers or, or mentors that, that have really supported you along the way too? Exactly. My professors, uh, you know, uh, my professors, like uh, for analysis of the problem, I, I, I asked my, some of my professors and because I, I actually had my idea, the idea was my, but I asked my professors to, you know, for, for the analysis of the problem, because in, in, in this, you know, in this world, we have to find the problems and to find creative solutions. And, and it's all about designs, art, even art. We have the combination of art and, and engineering. As I said, it's very important to be visually pulling, not just to be, you know, invention. It should be fitted to the market. So people should like it. People should, you know, love it they, 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 they you know because they want to buy your product so it should be something that is visually appealing beside it it works you know well for for to 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 solve some kind of a problem it can be a simple to you know a hard problem so my professors i i actually uh but most of it i, I worked on it you know uh, alone because uh it's it's usually better to work alone because sometimes um sometimes the idea can you know propagate it or something this this can happen otherwise if you get your patent if you have secure patent so uh that's uh that's okay you can talk with them what is what other advice would you give to someone who is an aspiring inventor or who maybe has an idea but isn't sure what to do with it yeah. So my first advice is to minimize their distraction. So, and then to, you know, to work on many problems, to find the problems and read books. Just, uh, you know, they, they said like opera, like many young, many, uh, leaders say, uh, readers are the leaders. So they, they should, you know, read a lot to find and analyze the problems. It, it, it is indispensable for, for, for this. Uh, for, for inventing an innovation world. And then they can, you know, they can file their idea and, and they may fail in, in what they are presenting, but they shouldn't give up. Never, ever give up. Just continue to work on it and, you know, uh, to work and, and make it better, make it better and, and then present it to showing to, you know, um, professors, even locally in science for projects. And then higher, you know, higher level, higher organizations. And for the last part, you know, one side of it is to have a good idea, is to have, you know, to have an idea that, uh, that is fitted to the market and, and people like it and, and getting to, getting to competitions, getting to science for projects. But the another side of the coin is to monetize it is, is monetization is, is playing pivotal rule here because they have to 
monetize their invention to have that effect in in societal or you know economic uh, factors in 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 society so uh, we we have two sides of it you know um yeah i mean these are things that i didn't really think about before like the fact that what you said about kind of you have to keep some of the ideas sort of close to yourself because you you don't want to have to worry about someone taking them, but also then you eventually need the input from other people. Exactly. Um, and then of course, you know, the element of failure, I think is something we don't think about often because we don't hear about a new invention until it's ready. Right. So we don't always think about all of those pieces that, that come together. So yeah, this, this is just really, uh, it's really insightful. I love learning about, about new things and a kind of a different, um, way of creating that I never thought about before. So speaking of which, what are you working on now? What's next for you? Or can you, can you tell us? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I, we, I'm, I'm actually trying to be now I'm trying to be, you know, I really try to be a voice for, for other young people who have, uh, youth led innovations. Uh, sometimes I saw many of them are not supported enough and, you know, some of them, you know, may give up, but uh, I, I'm doing my best to be, uh, to be a supportive person to those young people and to serve them, you know, by, by hosting meetings, like, uh, and, and, you know, in like these days, it is actually virtual, but, you know, I, I host meetings and invited many of them to the meeting and they share the, you know, problems and we exchange ideas. And, you know, I, I do my best to give the information I know to give, uh, to give the knowledge to, to them. And, 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 and to serve these young people, I know they have that talent to, to monetize their ideas. So I will do my best to be the voice. And then, um, I'm working on my third invention and it is actually, it is actually a divisional invention again from my second invention. So it, it's kind of a divisional invention. It's part of it. And so sometimes we update the, in that, the previous invention to a better invention. Or sometimes we, we make, uh, like programs, we make applications and for, for our startup company, it's Nuray Industries. So we are working on it, LTD. So we're working on it to make it, you know, better. You know, I'm trying to, to be better at entrepreneurial works. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, but I, I'm trying to, you know, fit into that and, you know, um, like the inventing world, entrepreneurial world is like business. We have to, you know, f- sell it you know just uh, you know buy and sell it's it's all about finding investors incubators and then you know share your ideas with them to to sell. so now we uh I, I we actually have some uh contact with uh, government of canada for for some of like um as in in terms of investing and other incubators and we hope we can do the commercialization um for the next year i hope uh we can do that for uh the next year well, that is all very exciting. And I wonder, as you reflect back on, on your turning point on that first invention, um, what are you most proud of that has happened since then? Yeah, so that time uh, it was really, uh, you know, it was a combination of failing and, you know, uh, winning, failing, winning. So um, it, it wasn't, you know, easy, but uh, it but that was that was tinkering and you know uh you know hands-on experience that i usually love that and i have i had actually some pressure i have to say this i had some pressure from 
you know, from school because I, I also had to do my schoolwork. And so uh, it, it, it's sometimes managing this and, you know, the management or handling between schooling or your, your passion because maybe we have to implement a better, you know, more hands-on experiences for Canadian youth today because uh, t- tomorrow, tomorrow world needs them. So we, we have to work on, on the curriculums that need more tinkering and hands-on experiences. But actually, the you know, um, most of it was act was an active passion, n- not n- you know, not a passive passion. All I was trying to entertain myself, you know, more actively. Uh, like what, what I just wanted to be with that, but I just had really had a passion in that. And, and my, I have to say that my, my parents here played a very big role and I have to, you know, really thank them for that. So they, they allowed me to continue in this world, uh, in, in this and they, they never uh, discouraged me. They, 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 they always encouraged me to continue, to continue and to make it better, uh, to, to best invention that really solve people's problems. Just, just a quick, you know, uh, I, I remember from, you know, I was nine years old and my mother asked me, uh, I, I saw my mother like crying things and she was chopping onions and, uh, and I, I saw that and I immediately ran, ran off to, to my, you know, uh, room and, and took two fans with, with a goggle and connect the fans with the goggle. I was just, you know, eight years old, I think. And then make a, make a goggle, special safety goggle for my mom so she could use it. <laughs> it, it has fans. So when wow. she was chopping the onions and she said, wow, how, how did you do that? It was my first thing that I made. And I told her, yeah, I, I love tinkering. So, and, and she's, she, as she called my family members and, and told her. that was really, uh, you know, those turning points for me. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of when you realize that your mind works in a different way, right? You saw this problem, you thought about all the materials you had, and then you figured out. I really made, yeah, I really made, you know, origamas for, and we sent it also for NASA and, and they, they, uh, they sent our, us a letter and asked us for, for an admission in, in one of the elementary school in the United States. And that was, uh, that was really, uh, you know, really cool for, you know, it, it for, was a really encouragement for me from NASA, from a great organization. So I, I also had that letter if, uh, you know, that was really a, uh, a turning point. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're only 19 years old. You've had so many turning points already. I'm very happy that you came and shared your story and also your encouragement for, for other uh, young uh, inventors out there. So thank you so much. Um, we wish you all the best and we look forward to following uh, your career and seeing where you go next. Thank you so much, Perry, for your support. And I would like to thank uh, your incredible team for supporting young people and, and their youth-led innovations in Canada and and, and, you know, with your great podcast, thank you so much. Great. Thank you. And uh, again, thank you for sharing your story. We love hearing from inspiring young people. Um, and hey, for all of you w- watching and listening, if you know an inspiring young person or just an inspiring person in general, you can always reach out to us. We love hearing about your turning points too. You can find us at turningpointatpreasam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave us a comment. Please subscribe. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube wherever else you listen to podcasts too. And until next time, take good care of yourselves and of each other.